We're in our sermon series, God with us. Isn't it amazing to hear that? I am with you, God with us. And during the season of Advent, we are aware of the presence of God as a way of life with us. God everywhere, in the valleys, on the throne, in our hearts. God knows the depths of our inmost thoughts in every stage of life. And no one can escape the presence of God. He's everywhere, even in the wilderness, which is the title of this morning's message. What is the wilderness? The wilderness is that lowly, risky place of uncertainty that can be scary in these times in our lives. It's a place of wandering and very vulnerable situation in our lives where the enemy tempts us, tempts people to give up, to throw in the towel. On the other hand, it's a place to recognize and be aware of the presence of God more clearly. However, the, worldness, world, the wilderness should not be at the top of our bucket list, but somehow we may get there involuntarily. We have gone through the wilderness a time or two in our lives, and maybe some of you this morning are going through a difficult time, possibly during this Advent season. But since God is with us, I promise you it will pass. We will come out of it. Wilderness is different from a valley. A wilderness experience is a time for faith training battleground that we must overcome an intensified temptation. And a wilderness experience is not necessarily a sign that a believer is sinning. Instead, it is a time of testing, of building our spiritual muscles and character. Going through the wilderness is not always negative, but this place builds our faith into the character and image of Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's an opportunity to become strengthened, to become solid, strong like bold. And we end up, we end up in those, that unpleasant wilderness, wilderness in time. We can look up to God and His love and experience His love as, as this beautiful music just saying, love is a way, it provides a way. And we experience the love of Jesus, the joy and peace and patience and kindness and his goodness and faithfulness, generosity and the rhythms of his self-control. And when we focus on Christ and his goodness and power, the devil has no power over us. God is with you in your wilderness. So trust God and command that spirit of temptation to flee in Jesus' name. And as you walk through your wilderness, remember these words. You are beloved sons and daughters of God. You speak the word of God over your situation just like Jesus did. Speak the word over your life, over your life of your loved ones. And when Jesus was in the wilderness, he spoke that word of God to resist the enemy. And it was amazing. And he had power over the enemy. And God's word has power over the voice of the evil one. When we get to the wilderness, what should we do? We should pray. The prophet Elijah was a man of prayer and power and miracles. Yet one occasion, Elijah, when he ran to the wilderness he to hide from evil Queen Jezebel, who threatened to kill him, Elijah destroyed those idol worshippers, false prophets, and its altar. Look at 1 Kings 19, 1-9. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything. Elijah had done, and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. 
So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah and said, May the gods deal with me. May it be ever so severely by the time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Elijah was afraid. He ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servants there. And while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, sat under it, and prayed that he might die. I've had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. At once the angel touched him and said, Get up, eat. He looked around, and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank, then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up, and he ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Oreb, the Mount of God. There he went into a cave, and he spent the night. What does Elijah do in the wilderness? He pours out his honest emotions to God in prayer. He felt hopeless and unworthy to live. I'm not good. I have no value to live, and so it's better to die. Elijah was afraid. He was depressed. He was lost. He lost his hope, so he prayed and petitioned to God to take his life. It's okay to be honest with God in your prayers. And when you reach the, the lowest moments, to tell God how you feel and see what God will do for you. It's not a sin to struggle in the wilderness, but it's an opportunity to pray and talk to God. Although Elijah prayed for God to take his life, God had a different plan for him. God fed him so that he could live. Elijah wanted to give up. God said, "Get, don't give up, even though he wanted to die. But God said, eat this food. God met Elijah in the lonely wilderness at the lowest point of his life and gave him some power food that lasted him 40 days and 40 nights. You see, God is the same. He was, is, and is to come today, tomorrow, and into your future. The same God who heard Elijah is here to help us, to help you, to give, to give us uh, answers to our prayer, more than we can ever ask for. So pray. Listen to a simple question God asked Elijah in the wilderness in 1 Kings 19.13. What are you doing, Elijah? What if God asks you the same question today? What are you doing, Jonathan, Bill, David, Ann? Get up, eat, go where I send you. The wilderness is a place to pray honestly, to let your feelings out, your brokenness, your anger, your disappointment, to be honest without fabricating. God is with us even in our lowest points, my friends. Think for a moment, if God has led us in the wilderness, would he not bring us out? However, if we end up in the wilderness because of our sins or wrong choices, it's time to acknowledge that and say, forgive me, God, I am so sorry, and not blame God or others. Simply say, I am sorry, forgive me, and turn back to God with all of who you are. You see, God covers sin. God loves you and wants to build you up. And he sees you in your wilderness, my friends. And he is sovereign and he is Lord. So be convinced this morning that God does love you. Instead, trust in his faithfulness as well and his love. All things will work for good to those who love him, even in the wilderness. And since we tend to turn away from God when we face temptations, 
say this prayer to the Holy Spirit. Say, help me. Help me be strong in you. You see, God has a greater purpose for your life, my friends. And he wants to bless you with his presence time and time again. And God sees you, God speaks to you, and God guides you. Amen. Let's pray. God, may we, as we hear these promises of you, Lord, walk in your ways, even in our dark valleys and wilderness, God, you provide the food and the energy to, to get us through, to grow us through it, O oh Lord. So may your word be lived out in our actions and our thoughts in the way in which we live our lives. Guard our faithful steps, dear Lord, even in the wilderness. We know you'll send your rain. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.